Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us pray and ask the Lord to teach us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your love for us, your care. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Holy Spirit to be with us, to be on us, and to anoint us, Lord. We give this time to you, and we believe, Lord, that you speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Heavenly Father loves us so much. He wants to give us the helper, the counselor, and He wants us to be very fruitful, powerful, and effective. In this life, we want to learn about the Holy Spirit, our Helper and Counselor. I would like to read from the Old Testament in this teaching and help you to understand that the Holy Spirit worked with the believers, with the Israelites since the Old Testament time. In the Old Testament, not all the believers have the Holy Spirit inside them, but certain people had the Holy Spirit on them. So that they can have the anointing or the power to serve the Lord, such as the kings, the priests, or the prophets, and certain workers in the Old Testament time. I would like to read from Numbers chapter 11:24 to 30. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered the 70 men. Of the elders of the people and place them around the tabernacle. Then the Lord came down in the cloud. The presence of God came down at that time, and spoke to him and took of the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the seventy elders. And it appeared when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied, although. They never did so again, but two men had remained in the camp. The name of one was Eldad, and the name of the other Medad. And the spirit rests upon them. Now there were among those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle yet, they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, and said, "Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp." So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of the choice men, answered and said, "Moses, my lord, forbid them." Then Moses said to him, "Are you zealous for my sake, or?" That all the Lord's people were prophet, and that the Lord would put His Spirit upon them. And Moses returned to the camp, both he and the elders of Israel. In this situation, you can see that the Holy Spirit was on Moses, and anointed him to be the leader of the Israelites in that generation. And there was impartation of the Spirit of God upon the seventy elders, and you can see that. After the Spirit came upon them, they prophesied. 
they really have signs and wonders of speaking words of prophecy. In the Old Testament, God's Spirit rests on specific individuals who were appointed to carry out the Lord's special mission. The Holy Spirit was not on every Israelite. Some were common, ordinary people like these 70 elders, and others were kings and priests. Moses knew what it was to feel the presence of God or the anointing on him. And Moses prayed, Are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put His Spirit upon them. You notice the word upon here. The Spirit can be with people. Before I became a Christian, I did not believe in Jesus, but I remember that the Spirit of God was with me and He was speaking to me to convict me of my sin and I eventually became a born-again Christian. After I received Jesus Christ into my heart, the Holy Spirit came in me and the well in me. But in 1983, the Holy Spirit came on me and anointed me. After that, I began to serve God as a pastor. You can see here that the Holy Spirit came upon the Old Testament believers to anoint them and use them for specific purposes. Moses' prayer was one day answer when God sent His Holy Spirit upon His people which took place on the day of Pentecost. God spoke in the Old Testament times through His servant about the coming great visitation of the Holy Spirit. What Moses said in these scriptures tell us that one day God will send His Holy Spirit. He will come upon the believers to anoint the believers to serve Him. In Joel chapter 2, verse 28, in the Old Testament, the Bible says that it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on, everyone say on, all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Again, this scripture talks about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the believers. Isaiah 44 verse 3, For I will pour water on him. Water is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Who is thirsty? In order to receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we need to be thirsty for the presence of the Holy Spirit, for the anointing, for the power of God. We want to give our life to serve the Lord. And floods on the dry ground. I will pour my Spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. The Old Testament has so many prophecies concerning the coming of the Holy Spirit upon His disciple in the New Testament time. Ezekiel 36 verse 27, I will put my Spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Wow, the Holy Spirit help us to be able to obey the commandment of the Lord. The Lord spoke to me all the time as a pastor that I need to lay hand on my church members to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the church need to welcome the Holy Spirit because in order for the believers in His church to obey the commandments of the Lord, 
They need the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Spirit, and the revelation of the Spirit. The more the Holy Spirit you have inside you, the more you can obey the Lord. And what happens after you obey the Lord? You will be blessed. The blessing comes because of your obedience. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 1 to 14, say, "The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones." Ezekiel had a vision that God put him in a valley, and he saw a lot of bones in the valley. Verse two, then he caused me to pass by them. All around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, "Son of man, can these bones live?" So I answer, "O oh Lord God, you know." Again, he said to me, "Prophesy to these bones and say to them, 'O oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord.'" Thus say the Lord God to these bones: Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. The Lord give the prophetic words to. Ezekiel, that he is a life giver. These bones are dead bone, but when the Spirit of God breathe upon the bone, the bone become alive again. If you want to be lively Christian, full of energy and anointing and power and grace, and you want to have the anointing to serve the Lord, supernatural power to obey the Lord and get the blessing from God, you need the presence of the Holy Spirit. You need to yield to the Holy Spirit. You need to really walk with the Spirit. Verse seven say, "So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but." There was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, say to the breath. Thus say the Lord God, come from the four winds of breath, and breathe on this land, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood. Upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said to me, "Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, 'Our bones are dry; our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off.' Therefore, prophesy and say to them, 'Thus says the Lord God: Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up.'" From your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, 
and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, has spoken it and perform it. Say the Lord. Ezekiel saw an unusual vision. He saw a valley that was filled with dry bones. The Lord asked him, "Prophesy to these bones and say to them, 'O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord.'" God promised to put breath into the bones, and they would once again come alive. It happened. Why Ezekiel was prophesying? There was a noise, a rattling sound. The bones came together, tendons and flesh appear, and they were covered with skin. Verse 10. Let me read one more time. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. This vision of Ezekiel. Portray a future event. God said in verse 14, "I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and perform it." Say the Lord. This is Ezekiel 37, verse 14. My brother and sister, you can see that in the Old Testament, there were Many many prophecies regarding the coming of the Holy Spirit. As Christians in the church era now, we should desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon you while you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, but after that, you should be filled with the Holy Spirit again and again and again. The Holy Spirit will give you life if you're so depressed. So oppress the spirit will bring you out of the chain of oppression. The spirit of God will give you the power to obey the commandments of the Lord. That is to obey Him, to love Him, to love your neighbors, to serve Him. The Holy Spirit will make you a part of the army of God in the end time. The Holy Spirit will also give you the anointing to serve Him according. To His calling upon your life, this is the reason why I love to lay hand on my members on Sunday and in revival service, so that the Holy Spirit came upon them. Some of my members say that when I walk by, they feel the wind of God touch them, and they began to speak in tongue. They start to get drunk in the Holy Spirit. They laugh in the Holy Spirit. They fell under the power of God. Wow! We should do this on a regular basis. That we should be hungry. To be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be touched by the Spirit, and the Spirit of God came upon us. We should not serve the Lord by our own strength, by our own ability, because our strength is limited. Our ability is limited. We are human being. That's why the book of Zechariah chapter four verse six say. So he answered and said to me, "This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, not by human might." Nor by power, not by your power and my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This is why Jesus make a promise before he went to the cross. Jesus told the disciple that his return to heaven was their best interest. It's good for them. John chapter sixteen verse seven say, 
Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper or the Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. As long as the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, was here in the flesh on this planet Earth, he was so limited in many ways. For example, only a few people could know him, only a few people could talk to him, only a few people could hear him, and fellowship with him. The Lord Jesus in the human body form could not be everywhere at the same time. He has some limitation in the human body. There was much that Jesus wanted to tell his disciple and show them, but he could not. While he was on earth, the disciple could not understand everything he said. He must keep teaching, preaching, demonstrating the power, and explaining to them. But he had only limited time on earth. After he came into the ministry. He had only three plus years before he went to the cross, but the disciple need to learn more the things from heaven. He was so limited in where he is, and also in the time he has on earth here. The disciple could not understand all he could have taught them anyway. That is why he sent the Spirit of Truth to declare all things of God to them. After he left this earth to be at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Spirit came and dwelt in and on all the disciple. In the past forty years, I learned the truth of God little by little. When I was a new believer, I could not understand everything. I need to receive the one truth first, in order to be ready to understand the next truth, precept upon precept, truth upon truth. Wow! It has taken me 40 years to come to this point to understand God more, and I believe that I still have a lot to understand more. But the Holy Spirit is with me and on me every day. Therefore, He keeps teaching me little by little. I'm a human being; I cannot understand everything overnight. I need time to understand. I need experiences to understand the revelation of God. John chapter 16:12 to 15 say, "I will have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. You cannot understand them now. However, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take of what is Mine and declare it to you." All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that He will take of mine and declare it to you. When the Lord Jesus was on earth, so much of what He taught was not fully grasped or understood by His followers. There were times when He had to rebuke His listener and say, "Why are you of such little faith? Can't you see it? Can't?" You understand it. The natural mind has great difficulty truly receiving the mystery and the things of God. That is why the Lord Jesus often spoke in parables. The Lord knew that 
when the Holy Spirit made His entrance, the disciple would discover more about the Master and the Kingdom of God than when he walked with them on earth. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our counselor, helper, and revealer. The Holy Spirit would reveal the Lord Jesus Christ and God's truth to our hearts. As a result of this, the disciple in the early church and we now today would be able to receive truth, retain it, and live with abundance of life, obey it, experience the truth of God that the Lord Jesus had for them and for us. The coming of the Holy Spirit makes God's truth become available to every hungry and seeking believer. Through the Holy Spirit, we can have a growing fellowship with the Father, and we will gain more and more revelation and understanding of the Holy Spirit. We are adopted into the family of God. It is the Holy Spirit who changes our status from orphans to children of God, with all its right and privileges. John chapter 14 verse 18 say, "I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you." When the Holy Spirit comes. We begin to understand the Father's love and His grace. Romans chapter eight verse fifteen say, "For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father." Our adoption begins at the moment we repent and accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. John chapter one verse twelve say, "Yet to all who receive Him." To those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Ephesians chapter one verse five say, "Heaven predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will." You can see that when we repent of our sin, when we believe in Jesus, invite Jesus to come into our life, we are adopted to be the son and the daughter of God. The Holy Spirit. Make us become a light in this giant world. He make us know that we are children of God, and we can glorify God. We cannot glorify God by our own strength. It is very difficult to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ unless the Holy Spirit imparts truth to us. John chapter sixteen verse fourteen say, "He will bring glory to me by Him in Holy Spirit." Will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and make it known to you. Glorifying the name of Jesus Christ does not happen only with words of praise, but with also our actions, with every word, every deed, as we live the rest of our life in the power of the Holy Spirit. We must live in His truth daily, and when we live in the truth. We live in the power of God. We perform signs and wonder, miracles. We speak word of wisdom. The world is then reproof of sin, and people come under the convicting power of the Holy Spirit because of the way we live. John chapter sixteen verse eight say, "When He comes, He will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin, and righteousness, and judgment." My brother and sister, I would like to encourage you to really. Be hungry for the touch of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit 
comes upon you to anoint you to serve the Lord. The Holy Spirit will give you power to obey the commandments of the Lord. The Holy Spirit will teach you, help you to understand the truth of God. He will help you to glorify the Lord by living a powerful, fruitful, effective, blessed, and victorious life, so that you can be witness, and many people will turn to Jesus Christ. I learned that all the believers in the church should really be touched, be filled, be anointed by the Holy Spirit, so that they can be effective in the kingdom of God. I would like to really encourage you. The Holy Spirit is the most important person in your life. Therefore, please be hungry for the Holy Spirit. Please yield to the Holy Spirit. Please walk with the Spirit, and He will anoint you and use you. He will teach you, and He will give you a lot of revelation. You will understand God more and more. This is my experience. I'm not teaching you this from theory. I have personal experience that as I walk with the Spirit. I understand the word of God more and more each day. The Holy Spirit speak to me. The Holy Spirit show me what the word of God say. The Holy Spirit reminds me of what Jesus wants to do on this planet Earth. Wow, it's so good! I have more strength. I have power to do the work of God. I'm so full of joy. I'm so full of wisdom because of the Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, I pray for my brothers and sisters to really. Be hungry for the Holy Spirit. May they experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, anoint them, teach them, give them power to obey you, and they will live a life that glorifies the name of Jesus Christ. There will be a good witness, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I invite you to listen to the whole series of this teaching called "Walk and Live in the Spirit," and please. Click like and subscribe to our channel. God loves you so much. Again, I believe this teaching series is one of the most important teachings for your life because the Holy Spirit is the answer to your life. He is your counselor and helper. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.